Welcome to Numb Bills Fan Podcast, number 237. I'm your host today, David J. Palermo. As always, if you haven't, subscribe on iTunes or wherever you find your podcast. If not, numbillsfan.com. You want content, numbillsfan.com. There's a link to the Instagram right there, too. You can see what's been up. If you're on Instagram, it's really my favorite platform to post. It's fun. It's easy. I go live usually before every game. Sometimes I'll do bonus ones during halftime, afterwards. Um, and, and every time I go to a game, I like to give you that fan experience. What am I going through? What am I seeing? So I get to the stadium before the game starts, take a video, weather, loose weather report, see what the vibe is. Um, you know, so I, I try to just give you that. I have a few shots of the day. Um, you know, my little art, artsiness of taking pictures, which I really like to do. And um, the Numb Bills Fan Podcast has really evolved into more of a Numb Bills Fan, um, I should just say, just some weird kind of thing, you know, where you'll get contributions of cool pictures or, or funny things or my honest thoughts from Twitter posted onto the Instagram. You know, I'm up on Twitter Usually during the game, I try to be pretty active. Football is a perfect sport for Twitter. It's just so much fucking downtime. Anyways, so the Bills are on Sunday night football. And it's been a long time. I guess you could say really long overdue. Um, it's the first time since week 11 of the 2007 season. And what royally pisses me off about the NFL and us Bills fans, we, we know what's up. If you want to talk about a regional team, a team that across the planet people root for, it is the Bills. It really is. There's just something about it. And I think it's because they're easy to root for. They're, they're close in all these games. But really, in reality, you know, it's more of an anomaly the Bills didn't make the playoffs than the fact that they just did you know, on an Andy Dalton pass to uh, the Boyd kid there, which is like the most pathetic way to run your Bills marketing team on is off that pass of, oh, McDermott got us to the playoffs. Sure. It was about fucking time. Just numbers. Okay. I don't buy too much into it. They weren't a dominant team. They get to the playoffs and put three points up. And, you know, here the Bills are. Um, I'm buying into this this Ravens thing. And I'm up here like, yo, the Bills can beat the Ravens. The defense did uh, such a fantastic just a fantastic job. Um, and per usual, you know, and I came off that game with a little moral victory. Like, look, it's nice to be, you know, in this position for the first time in how long as a Bills fan to just have such a winning record that you could sit back and take a loss and be like, all right, we got to work on this. We got to work on that. We got to work on this. We got to work on that. Now, my favorite part about sports is, is seeing what people build on. And the Bills are now nine and four. Their first time they're nine and three since like forever ago. Nineties Bills. Forgot what year. Shit. Should know this. Ninety three, ninety four, um, or was it ninety six? No way. So the Bills are ranked twentieth in points per game. Pittsburgh's twenty third. Now Pittsburgh is on their third string quarterback, Doc Hodges. But the thing is, if you compare his stats to Josh Allen in college, don't look at it because you're like. I really don't want to do this. Do I want to do this? Do I really want to do this? I don't know. Do I? Do, 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 I don't know. I, I, I'm not going to. You're, you're going to go sick because 
a lot of people are thinking, oh, it's just a third-string quarterback. No, this dude has played very well for the last two games. I, I'm talking very well, okay? Uh, the, the Steelers ha- have just been this weird team this year where they trade for Mika Fitzpatrick, and it, it's just turned the season around, you know? And I have a good friend, Ryan, who might call into the show today, who's a, a big Steelers fan. And, man, he was bummed out when the, Bill, when, when the Steelers were just, like, so, you know, just bummed out, you know. And and the Steelers are right there in the race. I mean, if if the Steelers beat the Bills, they could take the spot where the Bills. And all the Bills need to do is just get the 10 wins and they clinch and they're in, I guess. So, now, Delvin Hodges... He had 682 pass yards of four touchdowns and two interceptions this year. Now, James Conner is coming back with 632 total yards and uh, six touchdowns. Now, the Bills, they did a good job with Lamar Jackson. They did better at the top of the run, you know, um, over, I guess, the last few games. But I, I still think it's a weakness. Um, Lorenzo Alexander, I thought, had a, a really good game last week. Um, and, frankly, the Bills have not. I don't want to say. Okay, let me let me reset this. I'm concerned. I'm very concerned. We we talk about let the Bills quarterback Josh Allen take what the defense gives him, right? The Bills go into Dallas and just grab them by the throat, control the entire game. I was so proud of the Bills, and I'm like, okay, they've proven it. They can put up a bunch of fucking points, right? And I'm in the corner of this team. And I don't know what it is. I go to the stadium, and, and I'm sorry I'm off course here. I have a whole set list of stats, a lot of fun stuff to get through. But, you know, it's the first Sunday night football game in a long time. The Steelers are red fucking hot at home. And the Bills somehow were in that Ravens game all the way until the end. They end up, I believe, on a 16-yard line. Okay, I was at the game. And when I'm at the game all year long, all I have seen, because you can see more, is safeties over the top just coming into the box. And they are saying, Josh Allen, throw over the top. We dare you. What does Lamar Jackson do when Jordan Poyer cheats up a little high? He hits the seam route right off that tight end. And now that tight end who's stealth fast is behind him. And there's a touchdown. Josh Allen doesn't throw that ball since the Patriots put the blueprint out on Josh Allen which is dare him to throw it. Will he throw it? Can he throw it? So now I'm looking at it like, okay, are the Bills going to let Josh Allen throw that ball? Because in under two minutes to go against the Ravens with three timeouts, close to two minutes with three full timeouts, it just seemed to be sideline pass after sideline pass after sideline pass. What are we doing here? And, you know, until this Bills offense can be consistent, just be consistent and not overcoached and scared of their own fucking shadow, I don't know when I can believe in this team. Because the defense is playing so relentless, so lights out. Steven Hauschka has a game of his life through that bad Buffalo weather, but the Bills have a quarterback who I believe in Josh Allen – 
but he can't throw the ball in the wind. It's it's acceptable that that the ball can get taken by the wind for the quarterback, but a fucking kicker where the ball does not cut through the wind at all. Hauschka, maybe because they tried to catch a kicker off waivers. Hauschka ends up having one of his best games of the season. And what's funny is the last time this Bills quarterback could have thrown the wind, the punter had his best game or one of his best punts ever to start off. Huh, maybe this punter's not so bad thing. Okay? And I commented on that. Shout out, Corey. Nice job. Um, but really, how is offense fucking rocket science? I could tell you how. They like McKenzie. I like McKenzie, too, for the run fucking reverse pass. Okay, when's that going to come out? Right. Now, the Bills have this problem where I'm all about Josh Allen and this offense. They've proven they could do a bunch of shit. But they have this problem where Dawson Knox is catching or is dropping balls at the wrong time. And then he's catching a ball like a loaf of bread, like awesome busted coverage or something in between something. I don't fucking know. But he had a nice catch up on the sidelines. Last week against the Ravens. And, you know, I believe in the offense. I just believe it's the coaching holding it back. And you can't, you know, the coach also isn't, Dable is not Josh Allen. Okay? He's not. But I'm kind of worried about this team um, psychologically in a good way and then in a bad way. I think they pay way too much attention to what they're saying about you. As it's been proven that the media reported, uh, couple months ago how there was stuff on all the TVs and then they were a little upset that the Bills saw or that the media saw that they had that stuff up on the TVs like you know trying to send a message and you know everybody knew it was a huge game for the Bills to come in and play a good game against the Ravens best team and, and then the offense just fucking sputters they went away from Devin Singletary in the second half um, and the Bills have been killing it on play action all year but let's face it Josh Allen also got sacked six times last game. And also the Bills are the Ravens blitzed uh like a million times. And you know what they said? I think they reinforced what the Belichick and the Patriots said, which was let's just keep doing this until he proves he will throw that ball. And they kept blitzing him and blitzing him and blitzing him and blitzing him. And his quarterback rating was awful. I don't even want to tell you. It's just an abomination. But somehow the Bills were still in it. Somehow the Bills contained Lamar Jackson. And I still believe that this Bills team can make it to the Super Bowl. Any given Sunday, this defense is so fucking good. Add a couple turnovers, short fields for the Bills, the Bills will win. The Bills will win. Remember that year um, Peyton Manning had the first snap go behind him into the end zone for the Super Bowl? And you're like, you know what, this is Peyton Manning. He's going to come back. He's going to come. No. The Bills defense, when they get rolling, they're rolling. But this Pittsburgh defense, don't fucking sleep on them. T.J. Watt is a monster. I have to hear about this kid every day from Ryan. T.J. Watt is a monster. Minka Fitzpatrick has changed an entire defense. And that dude will just roam around, do whatever fuck he wants. Okay, the Bills are in for a real challenge. And this is, again, more of your, you know, this is not your surface level. I'm going to read you off the stats. This is more of a psychological, philosophical, I should say philosophical podcast. And how are the Bills going to do it? 
And frankly, I, I want to see this Bills offense maybe do a couple different things. Lee Smith, if he's not out there much anymore, why not activate Duke Williams? Okay? He's a bigger body receiver. How is he at blocking? I don't fucking know. But if you don't want to sit McKenzie, how about you bring up Duke Williams, a guy who time and 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 time seems like every practice there is a Duke Williams highlight. But somehow this motherfucker can't get in the game. How? How? How about you put him in there? And if he can block halfway decent? Wow, you have another wrinkle to your offense. Holy shit. Wow, rocket science. TJ Yeldon. His best game, right when he starts to hit a stride, they bench him the next year, the next game. Tyler Croft. I'd rather see Sweeney up than Croft or Lee Smith, frankly. Bring up Sweeney or give Croft more opportunity than Knox and then put up Sweeney and then put Knox there. I don't know what it is, but this tight end thing is a little bit inconsistent. And in Croft's defense, he's just coming back and Knox is playing fucking really good, you know, and it is what it is. It's just how sports goes and everybody's under a microscope with only 16 games and he hasn't even played, I think, like a few games. So more than. This offense is the problem. I would love to go on about how awesome the defense is because they are. Paycheck loss. I don't know what the fuck you guys are waiting for. Oh, he's got to earn it. Okay. Fucking pay him. He's killing it. All right. I'm so proud of this Bills defense. I came out of that Ravens game like, dude, I'm not pissed. Number one team in the NFL right now. Lamar Jackson, NFL MVP. The Bills pass on him. So did the Ravens. And somehow he throws that ball, you know, against a really highly rated Bills defense, cheating up. He hits that seam route. But a pick that the Bills gave all these picks for Josh Allen can't nail a fucking deep ball, can't cut through the wind. He's got the strongest arm in the NFL, and frankly, he gets away with shit because it's so strong. But what happens if that tailors? What happens if the tail's off, I should say? You got to align your fundamentals. Josh Allen's already proven to be smart enough to, to make adjustments, to make good plays lately. And I don't know what the coaches are asking him to do first, but they got to trust him to make those throws over the middle. I don't want to see more screens. I don't want to see necessarily even that because Josh Allen is a running threat and the screen's going to be sniffed out anyways. And, 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 you know, have some trust in him. At the same time, work with what's been working. And at the end of the day, you go through the call log, and there's not that many plays in football. And that's the best part about football. It's it's human chess. It's intense chess. It, it's crazy. And I love every aspect of the chess game. I hate what the media covers. I hate all the rest of it. But, you know, matchup-wise, The Steelers have 48 sacks, and 35 of them are at home. And I believe T.J. Watt has um, something like 12 sacks, and I think an interception and a couple fumble recoveries. Mika Fitzpatrick has just turned that entire team around. And the Steelers team, let me tell you something. They're a good team. They are a good team. 
Joe Boscalia said on the Buffalo Beat podcast that this, if they had a, an offense of Steelers like worthwhile, like halfway decent, that this would be a Super Bowl contending team. And that defense is a Super Bowl contending defense to Steelers. They just play well as one unit. What do I fucking know? I don't know. I just am a fan of these bloggers, writers, sports podcasters now. I love all these. There, there's so many great podcasts for the Bills. I, I'm glad people listen to this. Um, this is more of uh, the dust to settle. What do you want to hear podcast it's turned into? So, you know, I'm really looking forward to a bunch, a bunch, a bunch, a bunch of really fun football tonight for this Bills game against the Steelers. It's going to be a tight matchup, but I want to see this Bills offense just dictate. Do what you do. Do what you do best. Okay? Play matchup-based football. There was a play that I was overhearing um, when I was listening to. I didn't catch this, but I was listening to the radio. And uh, they brought up a play that Singletary pretty much ran a wheel route or a streak down the sidelines on second and one. And then it became third and one. He was trying to, like, run off to the sidelines like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. I, I need, you know, to swap out somebody. Maybe send in Frank Gore. And what do the Bills do? Somebody tells him to rush back to the huddle. The next play is a fucking run on third and one to Devin Singletary, and it's a tackle for loss. And that, to me, is stupid coaching shit. It is just the stupidest coaching shit. I don't, I'd rather have 12 men on the field five times a game than something so strategically dumb. Again, it's a game of chess. You have Frank fucking Gore, who's seen more situations than any running back ever and had one of his best years running the ball after contact on an offensive line that was awful last year in Miami. And the running and the O-line coach was fired for publicly blowing cocaine. And you have Frank Gore just fucking picking his ass on the sidelines. He can't go in on third and fucking one. And when you're a Bills fan and... The Patriots are going to get marketed to fucking death, and you are fighting to secure that goddamn wildcard spot. You can't afford to do the stupidest shit, and that's one of them. That's a controllable destination. You are better off quarterback sneaking with Josh Allen. Why fucking not? Okay? And frankly, it's this Bills offense needs to get the fuck out of the way and do their part. I am proud of this defense, but if the Bills might win today because they're playing a low-scoring offense, but Vegas is saying take the Steelers, and frankly, I don't know what to think because my whole shtick is, oh, the Bills are flexed a Sunday. Oh, the Bills had one of the best Thursday night or Thursday Thanksgiving games ratings-wise in years. So now as our man Sam Tripoli from Punch Drunk Sports would say, the bean counters have counted the beans and realized that Bill's Mafia fucking draws, okay? And why does Bill's Mafia draw? I don't know, because it's a product of the team, quote-unquote, sucking or not making the playoffs for so long that a lot of fans got together on Twitter over the years, me being one of them, and on Buffalo Rumblings or wherever the, the blog sites were. You got old-school guys like Joe Buffalo Wins, all these guys. You know, when Joe Biscalia was uh, a producer, uh, a young a young buck at WGR, you know, um, before the John Murphy show started, before all that stuff. You know, we were up on the Internet trying to figure out, get to the bottom of it. 
What the fuck is wrong with the Buffalo Bills? And next thing you know, you get fans because of that. These Bills teams play tough teams, and then you see these shitty fucking teams, 7-9, and nine, getting into the playoffs. You see that Titans division just, oh, just dog shit. Meanwhile, the Bills are in a division with the most marketable quarterback and, uh, and Tom Brady, and, and it looks like it's finally the changing of the guard. Tom Brady's actually getting called for pass interferences. No, they're, they're investing in the new style, okay, uh, of, of quarterbacks now. And it, it, I don't know. I think they're going to fucking run this Tom Brady thing out as long as they possibly can. Marketing dollars, dynasty, dynasty. I mean, ever since, yes, you know, sports has just been ruined, and it's run by fucking Disney now. Disney owns everything. Uh, pretty much media-wise. And, you know, the NFL is partners with ESPN. It, it, it's storylines. And isn't it funny that, like, your favorite storylines kind of, oh, man, wouldn't that be meant? Oh, man. It, it's just, I don't know what to buy anymore. Maybe I'm just seeing too much out of it. I'm into the chess game. And when they have these body scanners at the game and these awesome super high-tech fucking scanners of this Big Brother bullshit everywhere to go into a game okay and they can't understand or comprehend replay when everybody in the world knows what the right play is it tells me the league is compromised something is fucking up and as a bills fan it feels like something has been up i remember being at a game that there was a phantom holding call on the tyrod taylor touchdown and then a phantom clipping call on incognito that was a uh, another Tyra Taylor touchdown against the Giants about three years or no, I think Rex is last year maybe, and it was just awful because a lot of those teams were good enough to get to the playoffs or beat most other teams, but because they're in the division with the most marketable quarterback and Tom Brady, he's got a chip on his shoulder. It's really made watching this Bills team a fucking pain, and by the time they're kind of decent. The Bills marketing team the last couple of years has really bothered me with this whole fucking playoff push. And I'll tell you what, the stadium, Bills fans, worry about showing up to your own fucking team stadium. How's that? The team's finally good, 9-3. and three. You think it'd be packed? Nah. There's some empty seats, cheap seats for $30 a week off. Buffalo, wake the fuck up. You finally have a team. You finally have a team. And I believe in this team. I, I, this might be a negative show lately, whatever, whatever. It's just because I'm just fucking sick of dumb shit happening. And the Bills finally have a good team. The offense needs to dictate at the end of the day. Okay? It, what I'm getting at is it looks like the NFL is ready for the Bills to be good. Show up on Sunday night football and just be fucking good. Play a good fucking game, please. Have your shit together. Okay, the defense should be allowed to have a goddamn play go wrong. They should be allowed to have that, but they don't. The Bills don't. You know, and we've seen this defense step up. Dallas, Sarl Tule, Trent Murphy, guys who I felt like were getting way too much money. And at the same time, I guess Trent Murphy was going for market value. And Sarl Tule, a little high, a lot high, but... You know, it's just I keep had to keep in mind the salary cap goes up every year. So when I see somebody getting Mario Williams money at the time and Trent Murphy and it's really not Mario Williams time anymore, I get pissed. When I see a guy like Shaq Lawson who's been developing, not get time, 
and now he finally is later in the season. It's like, what took you so long? You know, and this coach, these coaches like to fucking sit on their hands for a minute. Okay? Bills, let's go. Take over. Just take over. Add some wrinkles to your offense. Why not activate Yeldon? Why not activate Duke Williams? Are they in your practice? Do they know the game plan? Do you think they went that far back on tape? You put them out there. Now you got a wrinkle on the defense or an offense. Oh, no, but they don't have chemistry. Oh, really? The only chemistry I really see is between Josh Allen and John Brown and Cole Beasley. And that's about it. Knox is dropping the ball a lot. But again, this is a work in progress. The Bills are nine and four. The Bills are nine and four. They have a chance to get hot. They can beat any team. So again, if the Bills can just control it, they can control. Play can we just play fucking good special teams? Special teams has turned into rocket science under Sean McDermott. Ever since ever since Danny Crossman was hired under Doug Marone. Special teams has been just a crazy thing to figure out. You know, just uh, unreal, unreal. And Andre Roberts is a really good returner. And and, and some people in the Bills fan world are like, why is this dude activated? Why is this guy? You know, okay, keep him activated. He's a good returner. He's a good returner. So, I don't know what Bills fans are looking for out of this game. Um, Bills, just work for your strengths. Look at the data. Look at your stats. Um, you know, play action has been very successful for, for the Bills. Josh Allen is, you know, he's pretty good at, I think, extending plays. At the same time, I wonder where the routes are are going to. While he extends plays, and and that's what's really fun is the connection between him and Cole Beasley when plays break down. That's what I was looking forward to this offseason when they picked up Cole Beasley. All right, um, I would like to see Duke Williams get a shot. I think he's a guy that knows how to get himself in position with his body and make that catch. He's done it. That's been his mo. That's what he does, you know. And um, example, I was watching Julio Jones a highlight in the stadium last week. And he had this nice catch on the sideline. And what he did is he jumped up in the air. And it's almost like he jumped up. And as he jumped, he kept his, I don't want to say he kept his body back, but the way he did it was, it's like his body absorbed, knew he was going to get hit from behind. So he absorbed the hit with his body and still caught the ball. You know what I mean? Like left enough room behind him to, to get hit, absorb the hit, instead of just like, get hit and have it hit him in the helmet, he kind of almost resisted it a little bit. Really slow motion, you can kind of tell how he did it. And that's just like the things I think Duke Williams does really good. Um, John Brown, I think, is better than people think. I don't. I think the Bills had the personnel now. They don't need to go big up and go get a guy. They just need to use the talent that's there, and I wonder if that's why the Bills haven't gotten anybody. And now you're going into the playoffs, shit. Why not change it around? You know, I... Your offense can't do worse. And the only way the offense does well is if the Bills' defense just absolutely suffocates the team and you put up a whopping 20 points, you know? The Dallas Cowboys might not be a good team in hindsight. You know, they might just be trash. 
I go refer to that Jason Garrett not getting slaps from the, from the players. No respect. <laughs> no respect. But fuck the Cowboys. So, man, I, I don't mean to be so angry. I'm just frustrated because I believe this team can win. Um, at the same time, I'm very excited. Love the Sunday Night Football Flex. And I'm going to close with this. For years, we have all wanted this. We have all wanted to see the Bills on primetime. We have all believed this team can hang with anybody. And they've proven they can. They've proven they can. They're in these games. I hope the Bills go into Pittsburgh, which they play better in Pittsburgh, and handle this game. But this Pittsburgh Steelers team is hot. Duck Hodges has over 100 I believe 105 passer rating plus in both games he's played. And um, he's not shy to throw the ball. Okay, so what this means is the Bills need to really, you know, keep their eye on um, James Washington and Deontay Johnson, you know. So they got really good chemistry with Dalvin Hodges. I'm just, you know... Buffalo's expected to lose this game, okay? I don't I don't know, man. Like I said, I think this game is in the coaches' hands. Obviously, the players play, but the coaches have shown a lot that when the game is really important, they just fold. I don't want to say fold, but it's almost like it's they're too stressed out. When they go into Dallas, it's almost like a who gives a shit. Like, let's go, let's go cross. We got nothing to lose. We're on Thursday night. This is fun, you know. So the Bills are all for it, dude. The, the kicker, Chris Boswell, he's at 92.9% accuracy, you know. Um, that's pretty good. So he's tied for third in the NFL with 26 field goals. Again, what am I looking for? The Bills are here on prime time. Handle your business. Coach smart. Play smart. Now, don't worry about what people think, but don't get too cute. Handle your business. Dictate on offense. Josh Allen can run and is unstoppable. So, I'm really looking forward to this matchup. Um, You know, Hauschka's been decent, dude. He's been 26 of 28 on extra points. Um, and 10 of 11 for field goals over the past four weeks, you know, on all those stats. So, and he only missed a 50-yarder against the Cowboys a few weeks ago. So, um, four of his six field goal misses have been from the 50-plus line as well. So, again, some people think the Bills are going to win. Uh, I think they can and should. But by should, I mean like a 65% chance they win. But I think that's my fandom. If I was to put $100 on it, I don't know if I'd bet on the game. I really don't know. I think this game is a game that's so close. It's so close. And uh, I don't have enough tables to flip or break anymore. Or I don't want to give myself physical abuse. But I just really want to see an offense that looks like it can execute something. On third and one, I don't want to see Devin Singletary sprinting back to the fucking play to run. Like, get your head out of your ass. That's stupid shit. Okay? So, anyways, I'm your host, David Palermo. This has been 
your Bills at Steelers preview fast podcast for 32 minutes. Hit up the Instagram. I'm going to go live. By the way, if you want Facebook live videos, let me know. I'm getting ramped up. I can't wait for the Bills in the playoffs. Yeah, I'm saying it. So it'll be a fun time. And again, you make the playoffs, it's a whole new season. So the Bills got three games to get their fucking shit together. Let's go. Get this offense figured out. And what you want to do as a Bills fan, you want to root that the Bills can just turn it up anytime. What that means is go to your strength, go to your plays, run them until they can be stopped. You know, window dressing at all times. Change it up. Do whatever you got to do. If that means run the same play out of like a few different formations, that's fine. But keep it simple, stupid, and execute, you know, and, and just window dressing the fuck out of it. And guess what? You go in the playoffs, you execute more plays during these last three games. Now you got people wondering. You activate TJ Yeldon. You activate Duke Williams. What happens if these guys produce? And then next thing you know, the playoff game comes. Now these people have to log all this information in on your data so of how you're going to use people so that's a lot more film study for what if that what if that player that's really you know a great student over studies you know rex ryan used to throw shit out there to mucky up the waters and statistics and plays just so peyton manning would fucking stare at it you know oh okay you want to study everything okay and bill belichick why does he do the things he does piling on points doing this doing that doing this doing that not show all of his plays earlier in the season so he can muddy up the analytics. He He's the most cutting-edge football coach. I mean, granted, they're caught cheating, a.k.a. Uh, filming a documentary. Mm-hmm. They're at the Bengals scouting the Bengals fucking plays. Really? <laughs> the Bengals? The, okay. Anyways, I'm your host, David Palermo. Follow along. A numb Bills fan everywhere. Thank you for following along and being a fan. Hit me up for T-shirts. I got new shirts. I got tank tops that are blue. And it's ironic because it's meant to be the icicle shirt, but their tank tops are blue. They have a helmet designed by Nuchberger Designs. Follow him on Instagram and everywhere. He does the Numb Bills fan art from here on out. Um, I do, obviously, like the Instagram and, and some of the flyers and stuff, or actually all of them. But he did the layout, the template for it. And, you know, follow him. He's got very good productive uh, turnaround time. We have been back and forth designing a hockey jersey. Uh, together for my Friday night team, really stoked on that. Team Biohazard, okay, because that's, you know, how we do it. New York Hardcore represent. But we needed a color with orange, so I was like, fuck it. So we did orange and black, and uh, thanks, Rob. So follow him, Nuchberger Designs, as always brought to you by Punch Drunk Sports Podcast. And, uh, you know, follow along to, to Tinfoil Hat as well. And... um yeah, so check those guys out. And if you like a comedy podcast, just a little favorite listen for me is the uh, Kill Tony podcast. On YouTube, it's even better. Um, really fun. So, as always, take care. Go Bills. And uh, keep it real.